0: Again, Wilkinson in the place. Johnny Wilkinson, he's got it! No header. But Gerrard, you're, oh, you're beautiful! What a headshot! What a headshot! What a Come Joshua,
1: new zealand
0: balotelli Aquara. i swear you'll never see anything like this ever again it's all over i think it's over is he gonna get up can he get up can he get up he does oh my goodness somehow fury has managed to get up Hello and welcome to this week's the two Pinter with me, Jono, and uh, this is Gareth next to me. Uh, Gareth, uh, we have agreed all along that we we don't like cricket. Do we, Gareth? We fucking hate
1: what it. What a stupid game! What a stupid, <laughs> stupid game!
0: Yep, uh, anything you've heard us talk about previously is now irrelevant. And um, yeah, that's as I'm saying cricket's over for the summer. Is it not, Gareth?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, we, we sort of like got really excited about cricket last week, but um, but I think that was all just a, a bit of a ruse, really. Uh, I think. We, we don't really like cricket, we're, we're more, uh, it's, it's getting to the winter time now, isn't it, so the summer sports are over, so why do we need to talk about cricket?
0: Yeah, I agree, uh, let's move on, uh, but if you do want a bit more in-depth chat about you know the Ashes or whatever they're called, uh, I'll probably <laughs> have to go to the 2 of down under this week and speak to Juan uh, who who's gleefully asking me about doing a podcast already, and yeah, I'm trying to ignore him, but... Um, yeah at some stage I'll probably have to talk to him so yeah that should be out uh, <laughs> Wednesday or Thursday for uh, anyone who wants to listen to <laughs> a gleeful Australian um, but yes we are The Two Pints you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Pinter2 um, please send any thoughts, comments reviews when you put on your uh, podcast provider that would be lovely uh, but Gary for you not, not the busiest sports weekend the dreaded international weekend so there's no premiership footy to watch but we did Watch uh, Ron, Rafael Nadal roll on to Grand Slam at number 19, putting him one behind Roger Federer. Um, I think previewed last week, we were back in a Federer-Nadal final, weren't we? Um, <laughs> and Gregor Dimitrov did quickly made me look silly by finally beating Federer and killing that dream. But uh, yeah, Nadal won in a, yeah quite a thrilling final. Uh, five sets, he was two two sets of love-up, got a ball back to two all, and then eventually won 6-4 in the fifth. Um... Yeah, just just I suppose he's he's probably the tennis man of a year now, isn't he, Gareth? With uh, two Grand Slams to his name and a semi uh, and a final on the other, isn't he? He's he's really had quite some year, and he's um, yeah, just, just just keeps going like a fine wine, really, doesn't he? He does, yeah. And um, this one, uh, as much as any others, and he's
1: quite an emotional bloke, isn't he? But he, he just seemed to collapse at the end and uh, was full of tears, and uh, he celebrated this one just as much as he's kind of celebrated the others, and I suppose it puts him. Um, very close to Federer now, just one behind, and maybe he can he, he, <laughs> something he never thought would would be possible. But he actually might uh, take over the um, the the man from Switzerland uh, that uh, some of us don't like.
0: Yeah, that's you, not me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm dreading the will rise and. Yeah, I guess uh, I suppose what we yeah what well, uh, what I can maybe hang a hat on now I hope for is that his body might might fail him because he um, he doesn't seem to be slowing down as a tennis player but um, Nadal probably probably more than any other but, oh, no maybe not Murray I suppose but Murray's been quite recent he probably wasn't a long term Nadal has kind of constantly had health problems throughout his career has not he. Mm. Um, do, do we think he carries on for another another three or four years, or do you think he he's sort of nearing the end now, and he, he could be well, maybe a last hurrah at the French and, and gone? Cause he, I mean, he's obviously still good enough, but do do we get a sense of his, his motivation or, or how long he wants? Or if, is he well? He not He's never sounded record record driven to me in terms of trying to get the most he can. But but maybe I'm wrong.
1: No, but again, I mean, I said the amount of motion that he put into to the week to the win this this win uh, on Sunday, you just seem to think he still loves it doesn't he um, he's probably had a load of setbacks throughout his career and he's felt frustrated at times he's thought I'm never going to be able to win another one or I'm never going to be able to play tennis again or whatever and then he's come back and uh, yeah he keeps seem to, seemingly to defy his uh, his broken body um, and yeah again I think we, we talked about this uh, last time we talked about tennis but why can't he just come and just play the French or um, just just stick to one or two tournaments a year and um, yeah, pick up a few more, and I, I think he's he's going to comfortably overtake Federer uh, probably next year. And can't really see he says thirty-three, what maybe two, three more years. And in that time, you can't really see if he it's as long as Nadal wants to stay there, really, apart from Djokovic, which is probably going to be the issue. But yeah, I, I think Nadal doesn't seem to be easing up.
0: Uh, I'm not sure I'd go with overtake next year. I think he could perhaps equal next year. Uh, i still like to think Federer might have a, another Wimbledon in him somewhere, but he probably the, the year that he just had was the one he really should have taken. Mm. I don't know if I'll see Rafa win another two again next year. Um, uh, but yeah, he, he, he well, should uh, probably got at least a...
1: What, do so you think Djokovic will come back and win a couple more? Is It, it yeah, has I to mean, be Djokovic or Federer that stops him, doesn't it?
0: It's, uh, I mean... Pff, yeah, suppose we're talking all about Nadal here we're not mentioning one Daniel Medvedev who nope. had a great tournament and um, yeah rolled all the way really and it's uh, you know for, he's probably been the form player of the this sort of autumn of tennis really uh, the autumn of the season or, or winter of the season if you like he has um, he, he won the Harcourt, uh Masters tournament didn't he he got himself to the final of this and and pushed uh, Nadal away so he looks to be a a player on the rise but yeah, other than him, the um, all the other players are kind of, yeah, the young hopes. have got to the, uh, he got beaten around before, didn't he? So did so He's still not impressed. pass went out the first round. Kiriaos got himself in more trouble yet again, didn't he? So they're not, not really coming through the way you like. I feel, I feel probably Medvedev and, and possibly Sitsapas might be the way through. I suppose it was Dimitrov's best, ever, uh, or best Grand Slam in a while. I think he's been to a semi before, but best Grand Slam in a long while. So maybe he'll sort of build on his. His baby fed promise, but um, yeah, I, I suppose I think Djokovic might come back, and I wonder if I, I, yeah, I don't see Nadal winning Wimbledon again. Um, so yeah, Djokovic, and possibly Federer. Thought, yeah, going back Federer for Wimbledon, but um, I think that's just yeah. heart
1: heart-ruling head there.
0: <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. I, I suppose um, it was a couple of years ago,
1: when it when he. He'd not won one for a couple of years, and then he suddenly came back and won one, and everyone thought that was amazing. And yeah, I suppose it shows that you can never write him off. But yeah, yeah, I think you, I think you, you're clutching there, really.
0: Yeah, maybe, but I, mean, I don't think you know, I'll be surprised when he dies a year as good as this one again. Really, his his body has constantly had problems, and it wouldn't be surprised if if he has another one again. Um, it's yeah, been a long season this year, and he's stayed pretty. Pretty fit and playing a lot of tennis, um, which is great, and maybe he's found a new way to sort of cope. But I wonder how much that'll hold off. He's had various different knee issues uh, in his career. Um, I wonder, but yeah, it's hard to see him not notching number 20 at the least next year with, with winning another French, but, really, unless, and I, unless Dominic team can finally sort of chase up and catch him at the French.
1: And I, and I think that's it. I think you, you, you see he's, he's pretty much hands down going to win the French, and then he's got three more tournaments to have a crack at uh, winning one more.
0: He has. Um, The U.S. has probably been his best. I think it was his his fourth U.S. So he's probably been his most successful one other than that. Um, Wimbledon's only won two, isn't he? I'm not sure. Grass is probably the best court for him anymore. An Australian, yeah, could be his. I suppose that's probably one that I think everyone's kind of fresh for, or should be fresher for, aren't they? So who does that suit best? Mm. Um, You know, Federer's has won there Uh, a couple of times recently, hasn't he? And Djokovic absolutely loves the Australians, so that would be tough. And then it's the French, yeah. But he'll have chances for sure, Rafa. Um, but I think this could be um, yeah probably his best year since maybe peak Nadal. Really, um, I don't know if he'll get any better than that. But yeah. um, he, he perhaps only needs to get another one to well to carry on the uh, the goat debate in tennis. That um, that Djokovic will, I'm sure, in a few years decide to jump more to uh, jump on closer to really. Mm. It's, um, yeah, they keep rolling on and on and, and impressing us. But yeah, fair play, Rafa Nadal. Um yeah, we'll see where, where where this race continues to go.
1: Mm. The other um interesting one was uh Williams
0: faltering again. It's a number of five she doesn't seem to have to win in finals anymore, does she? <laughs> After coming back from what was it when she first won she went back when she'd been, she been came back, she's been only oh, had a child about six months before, hadn't she? And stormed to a grand slam and then, since then it's been a a catalogue of uh well a catalogue of either going out or losing in finals, hasn't mm. it? Um, what what do you put that down to?
1: Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's all a bit odd, isn't it? Because it, we said again about Wimbledon that she seemed when she played in the final, she just seemed like a, she was a, a fresh faced, couldn't cope with the pressure, kind of playing. If she, if she was younger, you'd have perhaps said it was just the um, just the high intensity of not not playing in the final before and. Um, but yeah, then it seems to have happened again and this this one's arguably a, her home well not arguably <laughs> is a home grand slam um I don't know. Is, it, is it the pressure of of getting that next that get well getting that next one i, I don't know no idea
0: well it, it's the record equalling one isn't it it's put her back to margaret court from many years ago but she's lost four in a row now four five so last sorry four four last four finals she's been in mm. the grand S- she's lost so it's um yeah, that's more than just uh, the odd losses, and you know, that's a pattern there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she's always been so dominant and so good that you, you don't really think of her being someone who, who would fold under pressure. But, um, yeah, as we've seen with others, you know, with the you know, the, the likes of Federer at Wimbledon this year, uh, the, even the best can, can fold her on a big stage and the pressure can get to, him. you know. So, um, yeah, I, I can only think she's she's something about her records, given her a bit of a block. And... Um, yeah, maybe. I suppose the the problem for her now is that she's had such a fear factor around her for for so long. Does she begin to lose that if she carries on losing these finals? It, it, will will people be will the women will women be more happy to take her on and um, think she's she's beaten one of the final because she's she was uh, she was nearly got trounced in this one again, didn't she? Mm. She back to be fair to her, but she she has been tra- you know she got trounced by Halapak Wimbledon. It, yeah. it's not always been. Um, Got great battling performances from her. She's, she's taken some bad losses and um and it's off different people yeah, her, as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's not one person who's beating her. Um, and yeah, still straight sets by a nineteen-year-old. This this one, mm. uh, not not what you expect. No. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll much like we'll back Nadal to get to number twenty. will back Serena to get to number twenty-four as well. Um, but maybe not much more than that next year. Hmm. Uh, I guess we can preview them when they come round. Um, speaking of hot races, Gareth, uh, the voice of this venue has uh, moved on quite a bit since we last <laughs> spoke about it. So last week uh, you jumped ship, you
1: went from back in um, Lopez to back in Quintana, and how's that worked out for you?
0: Yeah, it was going great. The Colombian superstars have uh, not stormed this race. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We can, we can we can debate whether the uh, it's as fun uh, having a race uh, decided by a time trial, Gareth. But uh, no, I'm, I'm taking too much credit away from one previous. <laughs> I are gonna world say it,
1: for, uh, it's not been it's not being uh, decided by a time trial. He's uh, he's put nails in coffins uh, since
0: then. Yes, but would would he have uh, been as confident, and would his would his team have attacked as much if he hadn't been had got such a dominant lead off? The uh, it gave gave him a very huge, big cushion, didn't it, which you can be um, pretty assured of. Uh, if you don't know, what we're talking about Primo Roglic, the Slovenian superstar, as uh, went from being a little, little, little bit off. He was six seconds off the lead, or so, wasn't he? Mm. To uh, absolutely destroying the time trial. It was quite a long time trial, um, and he, yeah, he, he put in uh, sort of three minutes to Cantana, uh, about a minute and a half to Valverde in he, and uh, about two and a half minutes into Lopez. So he kind of all his big competitors, he he put a lot of time into, it. And, and since then he's uh, put more time into quite a few of them with uh, some very impressive mountain racing. Mm. Um, yeah, no different people have gone with him at different times. Pogachar, who's the other Slovenian who's looking a very good prospect, he's only twenty years old, he went with him for a stage and then Valverde attacked and Roglic stayed with him the other day. But yeah, he's uh as of yesterday he was sitting at about two and a half minutes, is it, on Valverde? Two minutes twenty. Uh,
1: as of um, yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Um he, he he crossed the line with Valverde last yesterday. Um but they both put time into uh into Cantana.
0: Or um, well, two to everyone else. Oh right, they're everyone they're one and two at the moment.
1: Well, particularly, Because Kintala dropped to five minutes behind uh, as of yesterday.
0: Um, yeah, they, yeah, he looked good on the stage. You know? he, he attacked early and, and actually managed to put some distance between. That's uh, right. It was Friday stage, wasn't it? He attacked early and put some distance between everyone. But then, think, what was it yesterday stage? Uh,
1: fr- Fridays was one that Kintala kept attacking. And then got pegged back.
0: Yeah, that was and, then, um, yeah. and then yeah, went went past.
1: Yeah, yeah yesterday he was just he just dropped off
0: the back. Um, yeah, so I think the Friday's one where he was attacking and seemed to have got away, and then thing got dragged back. But uh, and then it was yeah, that was then when Roglic and Pogacar stormed away. Can can Roglic be drawn back if we've got a week left of the race to go, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Valverde would would seem to be the only hope. You would think? Can he? Can he make that? Well, can a sacrifice himself without a camera be stopped in any which way? well
1: Valverde's traditionally um, not, you know, faded away in the last week as well. He, he loves a, an attack. He loves to, to um, yeah, go for a little jaunt on the mountains, but he doesn't tend to stick with it for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the tour. Um, and Movistar, <laughs> they've got. We, we talked last week about them having two riders, and they, they don't seem to know what they're doing with it. Um, they weren't even. They weren't even following each other on. Uh, I think that was Friday's stage when they were potentially going to be. Um, they were right behind each other on the road, but it was such a gap that it wasn't really that effective. Uh, they weren't waiting for each other, and it just seems they're all leaving for different teams anyway. So I think we, you know, are just a bit of a team and all over the place, really.
0: Well, what, what I suppose? What would you? What would you have them do if you were? Would they? Would you use Quintana to try and draw out? Roglic and then see if our could attack off the back of that. Yeah, exactly that. Trying? Yeah, just
1: keep attacking off both. both keep attacking and putting um, Roglic. You'd have to go with with both of them to shut them down when they were so close to, to his his, uh, his lead. Um, just keep drawing them out and attack after attack. Just one, 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 and then the other one, the other, and then they got Soler as well, who's coming off, the, uh, who's helping them there, he keeps being up the front. Um, send him up the road and then bridge over to him if you if you can really can do a sustained attack and get Soler to. To drag you a bit further away from Roglic, um, but I think it was, uh, I think I say Friday stage or, or you're confusing me. Now, I think or maybe it was yesterday stage. Uh, there was just a gap between between the two wheels, and um, there was no. It wasn't like a, a gap for a couple of seconds. It was a gap for a couple of minutes where there was just a sort of a, a five six yard gap. You think well, one of you at one point there isn't wanting to work with the other. Um, I mean, the things they're doing, you think Ineos are the best team at. Closing down a race and yes, making it boring, but they're the best team at winning the race. and You just think these are the sort of little things that Ineos just wouldn't do. Um, but them obviously aren't really that bothered. They're any bothered about the uh, the team, best team, best placed team, aren't they?
0: They do like to win that one. Um, but I mean, could you see Cam Ruggles be stopped if, if, if let's say Cantona and uh, Valverde worked together brilliantly? Do you think he's looking in the sort of form he could be stopped in?
1: Um, no. I uh, anyway, he had a, a big implosion last uh in the um, the Giro start the start of the year or start of the ages. Um, but he you no, know, he looks in too good a form, and he's not done the um, Tour de France, which the other two have. Um, surely he's learnt from his uh, his Italian uh, jaunts as well. I think he's he's just looking looking too good, and if anyone's gonna um, attack him, it's probably gonna be um, this young lad Pog. No, Rog. No, Pog. <laughs> Pog and... No,
0: Pog No Shaw, sure. he's he, he's Rog. Pog, Pog, Pog and, rog, and Rog, isn't it? Um, yeah, I don't know what they're doing in Slovenia, but they're producing some good bike riders at the minute.
1: And it, it, it says he's in the white jersey, and he's got potential to be five five more years in the white jersey. Who's <laughs> how young he is. Um, yeah, the, the white jersey's for the uh, the best young rider. Um, but yeah, so it's looking good for to um, Rog. Can, can you see Rog not winning? Uh,
0: I mean, I assume you're going to jump ship again to another another cyclist. Uh, yeah, let's see why not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's jump on Team Valverde just to be different. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, he, he looks very. I suppose if you were to look for some hope, the first week he kind of they, they managed to put a bit of distance to him and attack him at times, didn't they? And yeah. uh, I think there was talk yesterday that Movistar and Astana were going to try and work together to break him. Um, I don't think his um his team looks they are not bad jump of his run, they're probably gonna be very, very good next year when they've got the um Roglic. Christ we can, uh, Tom Dumoulin coming over but um mm. and they do seem to be quite a smart side. But yeah, I think they're probably you can probably set a pace that they can't particularly control. Uh but yeah Roglic looks like he's chucked something down. So big yeah on, let's optimistically say Astana and Mobby Star work together and uh let's let's throw Lopez in with uh, his fellow Carmen and Katana and um, fellow Spanish speaker, Valverde. Let's say the three of them <laughs> look to attack Roglic together, and uh, managed to crack him a bit. And yeah, Valverde rides to a famous victory.
1: Just, just lastly on Jumbo uh, Visma, the, the very impressive thing yesterday was that they had um, their man winning the stage up the road, uh, and they had um, uh, Rog uh, extending his time at the as a leader. So they had two races going on. and Almost like the, the perfect race, really. They, they won the one won the stage and their man put time in. So it's not like they're using up all yeah. their riders.
0: No, they seem to be quite good. Quite good at um, timing their uh, t- uh, well uh, attacks or spells on the front, don't they? Mm. Not attacks so much, more the spells on the front. Um, but yeah, I think I think they'll come under pressure this week, and I don't think I don't think they'll be able to entirely live with that. But it's it, yeah, t- whether you can that'll break Roglic, and it doesn't appear it will. Mm. Um, but uh, speaking of broken things, Gareth, uh, Wales <sighs> losing their third the Union. <sighs> uh, it's been a, been a horrible pre-season, Gareth, going down 19-10 at Ireland. Um, yeah, you had a, a fairly inexperienced side out last week. Probably a bit, a bit better of a team this week, but still couldn't get over the uh, finishing line. Uh, is the uh, early Welsh exit on, Gareth? Um, no, it's
1: not. Um, but <laughs> it, it, it would have been better... <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't the ideal preparation. I'll give you the, all the other weeks. I've kind of just said, "Oh well, you know, it's only season But th- this week was a bit more of a, a step up to uh, to what you know what we want to see from Wales in the uh, in the World Cup. Um, and yeah, okay, it was it was away in Ireland, um, and they did have a st- very strong side out. And I think what cost Wales initially was um, was perhaps losing uh, Patchell um, to, a, to a head injury, um, which probably was probably the more concerning thing out of out of everything that happened. But but yeah nineteen ten isn't isn't the the worst loss <laughs> uh, as losses go but um I, I, I suppose again if you wanna kind of call on the um the look at the bright side kind of i uh, kind of thing it's uh, it is only another pre season um and doesn't matter now really what happens in these pre-season games if we'd won all of them by fifty points, we'd have gone into the tournament saying well it was only pre season so um yeah. I would have, I would have liked to see us uh, win this week, but uh, the grand scheme of things, it probably doesn't really bend, uh, bear much um, much on what's going to happen when we come to the come to the tournament.
0: If you, oh, you okay, going, you can know that. Would you, if I was looking to worry, would you say that you sort of was it ten-seven up at half time and looking pretty in control, and then didn't score a point in second half, or are you, and it hasn't been a. Hasn't really been an autumn of, of much point scoring at all for you. You, you know, you uh, you scored 19 and 13 against us. Then your 19 was in the losing effort, 13 in us, mm. and the other was uh, what was you about 17 last week? Was it 22, 17, something like that? Yeah. It's, um, like that. it's not not been one for sort of great Welsh Welsh attack, and I suppose you you might say you're not the best attack anyway. But would you be worried that with I suppose starting with Ainscombe and now yeah potentially Patrick struggling as well that um, the big are as good as years and the big game player as is perhaps isn't the one who, who gets you the points and is that how are we going into the World Cup?
1: Well again I think we, we I talked about this uh, right at the start of the pre-season games and you know uh, Wales is, haven't been heavy point scorers uh, throughout this period of time of, uh, of winning so many on the bounce uh, was it 13 in the end? Um, but what they have done is they've known how to win uh, known how to win games and that's that's what all you need to come into a World Cup doesn't matter uh, how many points you get? Um, as long as you, as long as you're winning games, and I think I think that's 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 what we know now to do. We've got a bit of nows where, where um, y you, you know, you, just for a football analogy, you always used to like praise. It was always used to be one 0 to the Arsenal, didn't it? And you always used to like praise that um, teams like Arsenal in it back in the day. Yeah, certainly not anymore. But back in the day, would uh, would be able to shut out games and and grind out the victories, and that's uh, that was a sign of a winning team. So yeah, I've got I've got no qualms about um, about Wales. Grinding out the victories and knowing how to uh, how to defend leads, um, yeah, that doesn't take away from it being a little bit disappointing on the weekend. But um, but no, I, I still very much support um, Gatland's ethos and Gat- Gatland's uh, tactics as he has done into every Wheel Cup that he's taken us. That we've uh, we've performed well, um, and this one. Again probably rose tinted or um dragon tinted glasses but uh I think we're gonna perform as well as we ever have in a World Cup and um yeah, I, I really fancy this World Cup which is probably the, the exact wrong thing to say but um yeah, I think we, we have to go in as um as a team that nobody really wants to, to come up against us.
0: Yeah, it sounds like we agreed then that Wales are probably going to go in the group stages uh, <laughs> to sort of Australia and uh, Georgia. Fiji loss will it be? Well, well F- yeah. F-
1: Fiji for a bit of history, is it? But uh, George is the uh, the new boys.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, it Sounds. I mean, you, you might be your to be fair to you. <laughs> um. Um, but uh, speaking of World Cups, we will have a special bonus bumper World Cup Preview Pod. Oh, we uh, will for those of you who. Uh, Next week that'll be for those of you who uh, listen to our Premiership uh, preview at the start of the uh, year, which we have got a lot of feedback about. It'll be a similar sort of format. We're going to go around the world, aren't we, Gareth, and try and get a few different guests um, from different countries in of so we'll hear what they think of their uh, team's chances and what they say how it's going. And uh, yeah, so it'll be a series of uh, yeah, different people from different places and a short, uh, snappy interview. So if you uh, want to listen, look at, look out for that. Probably be out towards the end of next week yeah. as we bring it all together. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, but yeah, because. Because the World Cup is a uh, it's a week on Friday now, isn't it, Gareth? Not far at all.
1: It's not. No, it's um, yeah. It's, it's sort of, well for me. I think it's just suddenly come round.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, that's the same. Yeah, the summer's over and the World Cup rugby is here. Mm. Um, so yeah, that'll be there next week. Uh, and we've also got the Premiership of the weekend. We said we missed it this weekend. A couple of internationals that we won't touch on really. But uh, yeah, just we're gonna go for it. I'm glad
1: we're staying away from internationals. <laughs>
0: No, oh, not nice win for England, and we'll play again tomorrow. But it's yeah, follows a similar sort of similar pattern, really, doesn't it? If, um, yeah, we we seem to beat up on teams in qualifiers, and we'll see where that takes us. And you struggled past Azerbaijan, as well as but you did get the win, didn't you, Gareth? As the gigs revolution rolls on, um, mm-hmm. but in terms of premierships, well, I was looking at the pictures, not not a huge uh, state of, of monster games, but some interesting ones there. And we'll go for our three of predictions. We'll start with a three o'clock game on Saturday, probably a pick of the bunch, and, and quite an interesting one potentially in the battle for. Ooh, top six, top top four, it could be for all we know. Uh, United are at home to Leicester, Gareth. Uh, Leicester, you've been particularly high on this season, turning up, and you, you've not been alone in that. How do you, can can United uh, see them off at, at home, or do you think Leicester can get something from this game?
1: Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's it's you can see Leicester taking some points. Uh, they performed well against Chelsea and uh, were perhaps uh, unlucky to come away with a draw. Um, United uh, seem to be all over the place. Leicester. They, you know, they've got a good manager. They've got a good team. Um, Vardy seems to be uh, enjoying the system, especially with uh, Madison in behind. Uh, I've read something somewhere that Madison has um, got the most um, goal-scoring chances created in the last um, couple of years in the Premier League by some way as well. I think he's created something like 100 goal-scoring chances, and the next one was uh, was down in 80 something. And he's um, if he's got Vardy running in um, in behind, I think he's going to cause. Uh, still a dodgy United defence uh, Maguire um, a bit unknown really I suppose well I suppose he will know um, the Leicester team and he'll know how Leicester plays maybe that'll, that'll help him and, and drive him on uh, this week um, but that, that probably probably puts a lot of pressure from um, United fans onto onto Maguire really um, this is the chance he's got to show that he's better than his, the club that he left um, but yeah I, I, fancy, I fancy Leicester takes take something um, I don't know whether I'd say Leicester to win. Um, I think United have still got some talent to play. I think Martial's if he's not back this weekend, he's close to come back. Um, James has scored another for Wales tonight, and he's uh, he seems to be the, the man in form for United. And um, yeah, perhaps putting too much on a 21-year-old, but I think he's he's uh, he's someone who United will um, will look to again. Um, but I think it's probably going to be a bit of a battle in, the, in midfield really and um, United on paper have got some some talent in, in midfield and it's whether they can kind of gel together and to be fair United do seem to perform a bit better recently when it's the backs have been against the wall and the pressure's been on a bit so mm, yeah I'm going to happily sit on the fence uh, and go for uh, an entertaining 2-2
0: Oh, you got two. Uh, okay, I thought I was gonna to have to pick a United win there. Cause I, I, yeah, I can't really disagree too much with what you said. I, I'm not sure I can see a United win. Um, yeah, as you say about Harry Maguire, perhaps one's when, prove something. I think it could be very easily. Yeah, Leicester players. I'm sure they won't have any malice towards him. You know, going to a big money move and probably earning an absolute fortune uh, on United's wage structure. Yeah. I think they'll yeah want to show him that he, he left a very very good solid club that's probably in a better um, more and more stable place than United is in terms of what they're trying to do. Uh, so I'll go I'll go one all. Um, so yeah, sort of see that factor there. Oh, I mean, just um, just done that.
1: You, you know, is it you know possibly a top six game, possibly a top four? I think the way this teams, back, I know we're only four games in, but it's quickly becoming um, and you know anything from three down, isn't it really?
0: Um, Oh yeah, no, wasn't wasn't said in any sort of facetious way. That I've not been impressed with any of, or not overly impressed with any of Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, or United. Really, so I think there's there's room for Leicester or someone else. Perhaps even another club will come to in a little bit. Um, who who are firing high at the moment? Yeah, I think I think anyone's got a chance potentially. There's no one's looking dominant. and I don't think um, any of the sort of the other four of the big six look like they've probably got the squad that means they they're definitely going to cruise to it. Yeah. Um, and with the other two being so far ahead I think yeah it's potentially battle so I, I don't think if Leicester can have a pretty good run of injuries I suppose that would be what tells that they could they could be in the shot of the top four. yeah for sure yeah. Um, but yeah speaking of one of one of those sides we'll come to them next it's the Sunday afternoon or Sunday second game uh, Watford are at home to Arsenal um, yeah we have been a bit impressive Arsenal uh, before the North London derby and they came back well in that game but yeah another side that Definitely got some fragility. Uh, Where well Watford, one of the probably one of the better packages of last season, have started off the season horrendously, haven't they?
1: Well, um, yeah. Take the back of last season and this season, they're on
0: like a seven or eight game uh, losing streak, aren't they? Uh, but and so good they went. We're back. Went back to an old flame, didn't they go?
1: <laughs> yeah, they. They. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to accuse any team of tapping up, but they. Uh, they got rid of the manager, and thirty minutes later, they. Uh, they secured the new manager, um, or new old manager. Uh Garcia, um back in the uh, in the hot seat.
0: Just to repeat, uh Watford, they we are not accusing you of any tapping <laughs> up there on the two <laughs> pints officious or official policy, but yeah, they are um only four games in, but one point of those four games, uh, not not giving the manager a load of time to turn it around there, but yeah, back to Flores. Um new manager bounce against Arsenal, do you think, Gareth? Um <laughs> <laughs> I, <I'm...
1: laughs> No, I don't think so. I think, I think Arsenal <laughs> will, will still um, have uh, been performing well. Uh, Watford don't even look like they have been performing well for 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 some time now. And I don't know what the the new manager is gonna gonna bring or the the old manager. Well, yeah, whichever. The uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's gonna be a Watford win. I think uh, I think Arsenal will be comfortable. Um, I go for a two nil Arsenal.
0: Uh, I think Arsenal probably win as well, but I reckon well, Yeah, that dodgy defence still worries me. So I'll go two one uh, to Watford, and then we'll go to the last game, which is also the last game of the week. And speaking of teams that could potentially buy for uh, top four, I do say this with a bit more tongue in cheek, but they are currently in an interesting position. Uh, West Ham, uh, great start to the season. <laughs> uh, I'm in seventh place, and uh, well, if you could say joint fourth, as there's uh, four teams on seven points. Uh, you know, Sebastian Haller, the new big money strikers, been scoring goals. They're away at Aston Villa who uh, we were a bit worried about and still are in the relegation of spaces but they finally got off to winning ways didn't they against Everton. Mm. Um, the battle of the Claret and Blues as it is. Um, can uh, yeah, can can Villa can make good a park of fortress again and carry on uh, get a bit of a run going together or do you think West Ham can yeah sort of quite an exciting side if you look at it really yeah. there's quite a lot of talent there if they good and you've got the, the Lanzinis and Andersons in as well it's, it's quite a Quite an exciting bunch, there. Do you uh, how do you see this one going?
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you've subbed up that nicely. I think um, I think West Ham probably the surprise package so far. Again, difficult, only four games in, but you know we're just, we're, we're we're trying to build something here, aren't we? Um, so yeah, but I think West Ham yeah. do uh, do look and they look, look like they've got finally got a striker um, who's going to uh, bang in some goals for them. Um, Villa. They've shown some promise, but they've also shown their, um, perhaps, naivety um, coming up from Championship, and I think some of their play, you can see that. Um, I, thought, I thought they were very unlucky with the, with the decision against Palace, though, and the goal got disallowed for um, for a dive, even though uh, Grealish passed the ball, <laughs> so I don't know how that was a dive. Uh, but anyway, uh, I digress. Um
0: yeah, he looked like he was he to into pro or a referee there, didn't he? he? Wasn't far away from doing <laughs> yeah. so, and, and, and probably perhaps fairly, but yeah, luckily for Jackie, he didn't.
1: Uh, it's, it's a Monday night, so you know it's um, under the lights and on TV, and um, yeah, I think I think I'm going to go West Ham. I think West Ham for a, a two-one. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they've um, they're looking quite strong at the minute, West Ham. Uh, and as a West Ham of of late, perhaps uh, it's not going to last very much longer, and they'll all just uh, disappear or disintegrate soon. But um, yeah, no, I'm going to go West Ham win.
0: Uh, in the interest of not having three results the same? I'll do something different. I'm back at Villa to uh, cause a bit of bother in West Ham. Uh, yeah, West Ham n- never been the most consistent side, have they? So I'll we'll say I'll uh, we'll say I'll one all. Uh, yeah, in Villa to nick some points. <laughs> Very good. And uh, well, that's probably all for this week, isn't it? Um, you say we'll come back to you with two pods next week. Uh, yeah, we'll do a, a normal sporting pod and uh, yeah, review the Premiership and the and the Bells who are probably finished as well. Yeah. And also the big rugby pod. Uh, anything else, Gareth? Before you saw from Sporting Weekend, before you want to go?
1: No, it, not not a lot. It was uh It's always a bit of a strange weekend with the uh, the internationals, isn't it? But but um, yeah, there is uh, Tyson Fury's big fight coming up. Uh, next week, so we'll obviously be able to pick up
0: the uh, the bones of that. Yeah, the uh, the we got a one in. Uh, <laughs> should, shouldn't last too long, but uh, yeah, and uh, we'll see if there is Zora, who was causing uh, havoc in press <laughs> conferences today. I don't know if you saw that. Um, see where he's up to, because I was quite quite looking forward to that Joseph Parker fight. So I hope he uh, Delby hasn't ruined that by the time we next speak to you. But um, he was doing his best too today.
1: <laughs> it's very possible. Um, Anything's possible with Chisora. Um, it is,
0: yeah, yeah. Including telling a couple of lightweights that they didn't matter and they didn't <laughs> deserve to be the main event. Um, yeah, um, probably picking on people not quite his own size there. But um, yeah, I'm sure George sure would. Right. Wouldn't digress. Yeah, wouldn't um, discriminate for size. Um, but yeah, well, uh, we'll see where that goes.
1: Well, one other sort of interesting thing on boxing is uh, there's a possibility on the undercard of the AJ fight uh, in Saudi Arabia of a women's uh, bout, um, which would be quite a, a turn up for the books. Considering the uh, location of the fight, um, oh, I hadn't missed this completely. Mm, that is, uh, there's a, that is very there's some rumours yeah. that uh, that's, that's going to happen. Um, I mean, it would be a, it would be a sensational statement, wouldn't it? But um, yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know. We perhaps have to read uh, up a little bit more, and hopefully, we get a bit more news on that, and then uh, discuss that um, in the next coming weeks.
0: But yeah, the first reaction obviously is just classic AJ. You know, changing the world through um, his you know lovely character and uh, yeah, appearance. So. Oh no, or I don't mean AJ. I don't mean
1: AJ fighting the women. I mean uh, I mean the women fighting on the undercard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just 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 the AJ effect. Yeah, uh, obviously. Yeah, the modern day Muhammad Ali is a lot of people called him. He's gonna... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think uh, he's yeah, just... probably
1: going to take some credit, some words. Uh, it'll be, it'll be yeah. unlike Hearn to uh, not seize the opportunity. <laughs>
0: Indeed, indeed. And um, we're off the rails at the end of this pod, so we should probably leave you there. Um, <laughs> <I> say, <laughs> thanks all for listening. Uh, yeah, and I say you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, at Pinders2. Please send in any thoughts questions you might have and um, we'll do our best to answer them. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Thank you. Thanks very much.